Kilo Chasers Raw Cut Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Dahl, here with my friend, Matt Ware. What's up? How are we doing tonight, sir? Oh, we're doing well. Just hit some heavy squats. Feeling good. Drinking some C4. I ate some heavy food. So. That's the only heavy thing I did. I did. I. We're, <laughs> this is not the typical intro. We're just going right into it. So I had... Yeah, let's do it. Go to... If, if you like... If you like gyros or gyros or gyros yeah. however you want to pronounce <laughs> you're it you're gonna say gyros yes i love it i love uh, it if you like if you like gyros there's this place over by fred meyers off the of cedar cedar hills and it's called it's called gyros to go gyros to go yeah no i've been i've been there Dude, I've been, i know what you're talking about i got so so good they're so good i got both sarah and i got the uh spicy fries with feta mm-hmm. and i'm thinking it's just gonna because when it, we ordered our our meal or our 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 combos first and then i was like can we get the spicy fries he's like oh yeah no problem right right didn't even say nothing about the size right it's <laughs> like <laughs> yeah no you get a bucket of fries dude it's crazy it was the same size platter that the freaking that the euro came in i'm like what the yeah. fuck and then so she orders a regular euro and mm-hmm. i order the the giant or the jumbo or whatever just because i'm like <laughs> Of course. I'm not going to get the regular one. And mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't really see the way he's holding them. I don't see mine. I see the one that I, he like starts handling, handing it onto the table. He goes, here's the regular one and hands it to her. And I'm like, well, what's the jumbo one look like? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm Seriously. Like, what the, I, I'm going to post a picture of it because I took a picture yeah. of it just holding it. And then she took a picture mm-hmm. of me taking the first bite out of it. And it's like the size of my face, dude. Yeah, you don't. It's crazy. You just got to like either scrunch it up and like do your best or just rip it apart. No, I, I like, like there's there's just no way. I've I am a pro. Unhinge your jaw. I am fucking pro, dude. I have a large mouth, and I'm not going to keep going with that sentence. But yeah, please. <laughs> like, there's a way. You kind of got to eat it like a folded pizza, and you just kind of yeah. work your way around it. And yeah, that makes sense. But I'm with you on that. She got. She was about halfway done with hers, and I finished mine. She goes, "Where did that go?" I was like, "I don't know," but I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the meat sweats. It just, yeah, it was a workout, a dude. I was like. Yeah, I looked at the fries and I had over half the fries left. I was like, what am I going to do? I feel like such a, <laughs> just such a worthless piece of shit, not finishing my fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I've been there. Don't worry. I know. It's usually when I hit like a full, like a medium to a large pizza and I'm like, shit, I'm not even working out today. What am I going to do? I'm just <laughs> down in the dumps, dude. Yeah. Depressed, I, I sweating. Just, <laughs> I, eyes rolled back, just like, oh, I don't want to drive anywhere. Can I just take a nap here? Like, yeah, yeah totally exactly. just cross my arms and take the old man on the couch nap. Like, just, ah, oh, those are the best. They're the best. Instantly fall asleep mm. sitting up. Yeah. Oh, God. Yep. So, had some really good conversations today. Had, had a, uh, some prospect on new uh, interviews for the other show. Had some talks about uh, future engagements. Um, looked at the uh, the other property and how many people it sleeps Sleep. for next year, and possibly doing a camp awesome. in the in the spring, like early early spring, end of winter nice. kind of situation. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be that's pretty promising. Saw you posted a thing about. Um, you did a photo shoot today. 
Yeah, we had a big photo shoot. Uh, shot all of our fall, you know, seasonal specials, <clears throat> and uh, that was fun because you know, as I've been getting into, or as we've been getting into this podcast game, we've been talking a lot about like audio, video, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have a professional photographer that bring comes in, brings all the umbrellas, all the strobe lights. Dude, she has every time she comes, she has two to three new toys, <laughs> and. <clears throat> she had this cool uh, it's called like a it's, it's a spotlight gun i guess you can say but mm-hmm. it, it's handheld right and it uh you you point it at the person that you're taking and it'll actually bluetooth to your phone or whatever camera you take the picture and it shoots a ball of light at whatever it's pointing right go on my instagram look at one of my stories there's a picture where we took it bright noon o'clock noon right it looks like it's nighttime and I'm like, I look like I'm just straight modeling. Like, I'm like, what did this thing do to me? But yeah, no, the, the, the uh, food was good. That's what she said. Yeah. Hey, hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Now everything was uh photo shoot was really good. It was super efficient today and uh, made some good food, ate some good food. Always a good time working with, uh, I work with a creative director and a photographer and it's just like, and I do the food and the styling of it and it's, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome, dude. Look, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking, I'm watching. <laughs> Sorry. So this, this is this is live. Eric's freaking being a dipshit and playing on his phone on the podcast. Okay, where is it? <laughs> nope, that's not what I wanted. Not what I want. Stop selecting. Skip. There we go. Ooh, look at you. Yeah, and I'm like, it kind of looks like it's almost nighttime. It's really weird what it does, man, but it makes things look, like, awesome. It looks like it's, like, a s- stormy day. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, dark clouds and... Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool, dude. But as you know, today was blue skies, so, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I know. It's going to be, like, 80s, like, low 80s, high 70s over the weekend. That's great. Yeah. No, it's, thank God I, I can that. actually, like... I know you like training in the heat. I do not. I'm not a not a hot weather <laughs> lifter at all. I, I just like to sweat, man. And that's the thing. It's like sweating makes me feel good for some reason. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's I have okay, so I have this weird thing about this is gonna sound bad, but hey. So I have a weird thing about getting wet and being wet when I'm not in the water. Like if I'm not swimming and I get wet. Yeah. Yeah. It's never like it's never a good thing. And I have Okay. Like if I'm on if I'm on the job, I will do everything right. I can to not get like if my hands get wet, whatever, I'm fine. You know, but or if it's raining in my shoulders, arms, whatever. But if like my lower extremities get wet, my feet get wet, I right. turn into the biggest like even more of a bitch <laughs> than I already am. And like it's funny though because like I up until that point, like I will try everything I do to not get dirty, not get wet. I'm a fucking prima donna. I get it, but <laughs> once I do, like yeah, a switch goes off, and I just like I will go head first into a pit of mud. It doesn't matter. Like once I like yeah. I'll try to stay clean, but once I'm dirty, like all bets are off. I'm just gonna go. Yeah, like just go. Yeah. yeah. I'm our, I did everything I could to not be miserable. Now I'm miserable. Now it doesn't matter. I'm just going to be as miserable as I possibly fucking can. 
So, no, and it's the same, thing, good. same thing when I'm working out. Like, I like it's not like yeah. I try not to sweat, but like if I can avoid the heat, like I'm going to, it's just uncomfortable. But like once I start sweating and I just like yeah. turn it to just to slick, then, mm-hmm. yeah, then it doesn't matter. And I just keep going. I just roll with it. But just uh, same going. thing. Like yeah, I totally. try my hardest not to get to that point. <laughs> it's funny because I, I always equal or – I look at sweat as like hard work. And so I'm like, okay, if I'm sweating, that means I'm working hard. And then if it's rolling off my nose, I'm like, oh, I'm working real hard now. You know? So it's like, it's my way of validating what I'm doing, I guess. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Um, But it's a, that's a good kind of segue into what we're going to talk about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean the, uh, the basic terminology or, or title of the topic would be, um, being a student of your craft or your sport and not just being a regular athlete. Um, yeah. And the thought that came to mind is we were, we had talked about in the planning of this camp and like comparing it to football camp and wrestling camp and, and all the things that we did in our younger years, like our coaches would sit us down and we'd, and we'd go over film. And we'd watch ourselves play and hear somebody else critique us. And it's, it's, it's one thing to have a coach that's in the gym with you in the training hall with you and giving you cues and coaching you up in the moment, but being able to go and stop the film and rewind and go over that same moment. And then Mm -hmm. being able to study it against other film of other players or other athletes Mm-hmm. And like, how many people do you think in weightlifting or not just weightlifting, but sports in general, uh, strength sports in general, strongman powerlifting, how many people do you think actually go back, watch their own film and critique it like it's somebody else? You know, I, that's a tough one because um, I'm not too uh, familiar with strongman and, you know, I know they have their techniques. Mm-hmm. And I know they have their positions that they want to be in and hit in order to lift the weight. Yeah. So I get that. You'd probably want to watch weight there. But I, you know, <clears throat> outside of team sports, I just don't think that it's a widely used thing. I think it should be. Yeah. Like uh, a great example was the other day, you know, I'm working my way up, you know, feeling kind of chunky working up, not not really moving as well as I thought I what I could. And I get to 90 kilos and I'm like, missed three times. I'm like, what is going on? And so I went back and I looked at my film and I saw a couple little nuances of what was going on. Mm -hmm. I tried to fix them. Did I fix them? No, but now it's a cue in my head. Yeah. And so it's like, it's interesting because in the team sports, you know, like, I don't know about you, but every Monday was film Monday. Yep. So we came, we watched the film from the game. Yep. Uh, we were critiqued. It was stopped. We were made fun of. We were uh, praised. It was all across the board, right? Yeah. But you're 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 watching film, and then what do you do there? After you watch film, you break out into your. We would break out into our specific positions, mm-hmm. and so this is leading down a way of like talking about like doing one thing and doing it really well, and being able to do that is exactly what you said is being a a student of the craft. And if you're a student of the craft, you're going to hit it from every angle. And I'm telling you, if you watch yourself and watch yourself and watch yourself, then you watch other people, 
you're going to see a difference and you're going to be like, Ooh, I'm going to try that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I can't tell you like how I've, how much I've learned off of just watching people on YouTube. Well, that's the thing. Instagram. Like that's, you know, part of our, our group of the, the people that we lift with, like people on our team and, and whatnot, like we're always like, if we see somebody who's doing something particularly well on the, on the international scene, like, you know, uh, Oh, what's it? Lord Donatoma. Like, yeah, she is just a freak, but she has really weird things that she does. Like her, her jerk is really weird. Like she does a weird jerk. Her feet, her, the way her feet come out, like her back foot plants before her front one even moves. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And, you and Damon were talking about that the other yeah. day. Um, yeah. And uh, so as as a team, we kind of like throw these things out. They're not necessarily like to point at somebody that needs that should look at it. We're just like, you know, we saw something interesting. Everybody else needs to see it, too. Um, right. Now, on a right. more local scale, how would you think or what would you think about? Like, let's say in another world <laughs> that we had <laughs> in a world in, 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 in a world far away. Yeah. Yeah. A long right. time in the future. That's never going to happen. Yeah. It might, who knows? <laughs> uh, who knows? Uh, let's say we have a training hall and we have nine platforms and, you know, 18, 20 lifters. Yeah. What would you, how beneficial do you think it would be? See, in my mind, uh, Instead of asking the question, I'm just going to tell you what I'm thinking. So, um, cool. <laughs> what I'm, what I would think is do the exact same thing as what you're you're doing, right? So, have mm-hmm. Monday, and have it be film Monday. Like we're going to get together, mm-hmm. we're going to do a work up to a five by five at seventy five percent, and the front yeah. front squat or back squat doesn't fucking matter. And then we're going to sit down and we're going to go through. We'll do two set two training sessions, and you can't see my other hand. It's over here making. Okay. Uh, We're gonna have two training sessions, and one and each one will break down the film for everybody in that training session, and we'll have everybody. But it's not gonna be just the coach breaking it down. It's gonna be okay. What could this person do? What could Matt do different in these misses? Yeah. You know what? What do you see that we're we're not seeing? Does anybody like? you know, do the typical coach critique, say, this is what I'm seeing. What are you guys seeing? What yeah. are you seeing in their lift that might, that you might be doing? And then move on to the next lifter and do the same thing. It, it doesn't have to yep. hold on. Hold on. I got to get back in my, there's a certain spot I got to get to. We are old men, dude. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. Okay. So, but like, and go th- go through, go through each um, each lifter, and just yeah. break it down and and pick. Say you pick like two or three lifters from Monday from Monday's workout or Tuesday's workout, and then two or three lifters from Wednesdays and so on. So you're not just focusing on max out Friday. Or, or like max, max effort attempts. Like let's, let's really like break down what they're doing at 70%. If they're doing anything wrong. Right. You know what I mean? What do you, what do you think about that? 
Well, I think that's great. And I think uh, I had a thought when you were talking about this. Um, it, it has always like struck me odd, you know, and I, I say always, but like, I'm going to say in the age of, of online teams and recording and all that stuff, it always strikes me odd when I walk into a weightlifting gym or a gym that has platforms or whatever kind of gym, and they don't have a, a permanent tripod for every platform. Hmm. You just need it. Like instead of like, you know, when we go to like, uh, you know, train with Joe, yeah. You walk in and everybody's got their own little tripods and they're like moving them around each other and trying not to cross. Yep. Why don't we just put one in front of every freaking uh, platform? You put your phone in there or even it already had, you know, the gym provides one that you can just upload the, the video to your phone or upload it to, you know, wherever you guys are watching film because it's so beneficial. Like this is why we have training partners, right? This is why you, you and I train well together. And when we do train well together, we, we, we get good, you know, mm-hmm. we're out there lifting bigger weights. We're seeing our numbers move mm-hmm. and it's because you have another set of eyes. Now times that by 10, you have a team of 10 sitting around one TV being like, okay, um, yeah, you're not pushing through the center of your foot. Uh, you need to be patient. Oh, finish, try finishing. And then maybe you'll make that, you know? Yeah. Um, not only does it, not only does it, uh, help your technique it builds uh trust in your teammates it yep. builds um camaraderie it Absolutely. allows you to build that connection within a team that i think is invaluable like you just need it like that's what teams are for and that's why i love team sports mm-hmm. i've always loved team sports well um yeah yeah no i mean exactly what you're saying it turns an individual sport into a team sport and being garage lifters like we you know a a lot of the reason of why that we're on the team that we're on is because of mm-hmm. the team and the attitude yeah. and the yeah. training philosophy that john has built yeah. you know yeah. and and that's really i mean john's programming is great and but and his coaching's awesome and his philosophy is great but the team that he has put together and the, everybody that comes together. Like I was, I was telling Jared Fleming today when I was talking to him that he, you cannot beat that feeling of just being one and having that, that, that he's, it's a family. Yeah, you know, definitely. You, you can't get around it. So no, I've talked to more people on this team that, and I, and this is not a negative thing, but I've talked to more people on this team that said, "I'm paying to be a part of the team." Mm-hmm. The programming is great. It is, you know, it, it is good programming. It's, it, but like programming is programming, technique is technique. But what we're doing is we're paying to be on a team that is a family. Exactly. You know. And you know we're gonna get in our shit. We're gonna we're gonna annoy the shit out of each other. We're mm-hmm. gonna love each other. We're gonna go to compete with each other, stay at each other's houses, feed each other. Like it's just what happens. Yeah. Right. We're a family. Yeah. Nobody gets along all the time. Yeah. But we still, you know, still love them. Yeah. But it's like that's that's what it's about, right? Mm-hmm. And I I don't know about you, but like there was a um I, I hate lifting in my garage alone. It's terrible. You know, there's yeah I hate it. I lift horribly. Um, I'm not focused. I want to be on my phone. I don't, I'm not like interested in it. I'm not high. It's not like that. I'm not hyped, but I'm just like, not like, eh, whatever. I don't really want to be out here. 
But when I, when I have you and Damon or just you or just Damon or whatever, it's, it's so much more focused. I'm moving properly. You're moving properly. We're all like, we all got one focus. Mm -hmm. And as much as this is an individual sport, I think you can't succeed unless you have a team. Yeah, no. And that's, you know, those, those, those kids a couple months ago, they were talking shit about garage lifters and yeah, they, they have in all of their adolescence and just not really knowing any better. They were kind of right. It's a, it's more difficult to become a champion yeah. whether it's national or, or, or international champion of, of some sort, if you are training by yourself, even if you have a coach, but if you're by yourself in your garage without a team, it is really, really hard. You're at it at a severe disadvantage. And yeah, you know, they were coming at Cornell, not knowing who Cornell was or is right. And Cornell is not or the gym he has Corn, Cornell's garage. He's not a garage lifter. <laughs> like, no, like there's, he is always training. Now he does train by himself if he has to, but almost always there's at least one person training with him, you know? And, and yeah. a lot of times, yeah, they're not stronger than he is. They're not necessarily pushing him, but he has somebody in that garage that is training with him. And there's a lot of gyms, a lot of CrossFit boxes that just have, like three platforms or two platforms in the back corner, you know, mm -hmm. and there's yeah. always just that one dude or two people lifting, you know, with their headphones on their hat down low and they're just grinding. Yeah. But those like, you're going to say that's a better environment than what's what Cornell's created. Absolutely I, not. I don't think so. Now, if you're saying uh, somebody like me who, you know, before you and I started training together, that's, yeah. Only like I only train weightlifting in my gym. If I go to a, a box gym or a, a, a Globa gym, like mm -hmm. I'm gonna squat and then I'm gonna go get a pump on because it's fun. Yeah, like yeah, and, that, and that's what I'm gonna do. But I'll still I'll still snatch and clean and jerk and squat at the house, you know, three days a week. But yeah, I'm gonna go and get get my show off muscles going. You know, like right, but, right that's the only influence from the gym I would get. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get that same drive and that same, that same push and competition mm -hmm. as you do from being on a team. Now, now having like having that environment that, that I'm talking about with being able to sit down and go over film would kind of be, I mean, you could do it on an online team. It would just, you, it would take some, somebody with more, experience than me on setting up the zoom meeting you know appropriately so you could have mm -hmm. one shot where you're actually playing film and everybody got to see that video and then yeah and then critique it um yeah i think it'd be beneficial honestly like i kind of hate the fact that we're talking about it because i know you that you want to do it somebody else somebody's going to do it at the, now that yeah. like I, I can't be the only one who's had this fucking thought, but no, not at all. But now let me ask you a question. Go. I want to, I want to kind of drill down on this a little bit more with you. When you watch film, are you watching film from a competition or are you watching film from training? Uh, it depends. Cause they're two different. It yeah. depends. 
Um, no okay. matter at on the training aspect, I'd say probably do it twice a month. Not, I okay. wouldn't do it every week. Um, yeah. but indefinitely every competition, every single yeah. competition Monday yeah. would be, Hey, yep. we're going to come in. We're going to stretch. We're going to, we're going to have a team team dinner or team meal of some yep. sort. And we're going to watch film. And it's going to be three hours long. And, and it's not going to be like, you guys are probably going to be tired and annoyed by the time we're done. <laughs> But that's what's going to happen. If you want to be on this team, that's what's going to happen. And I think, I think that would be because then you're you're not only you're not only talking, you're not having a team meeting only about the lifting, right? Right. You're allowing, you're allowing, and even as a coach, right? This from the from the coach's point of view, you're giving your athletes a chance to talk to you and have a voice to you and critique you as a coach. And you have right. to be open ears. You can't like you can't take that shit personal. I, I it's gonna hurt the first few times, but if you're being an absolute shitbag in the back room and you and you're not doing your cards counting cards right, or you're not doing the doing their fucking um, warm up lifts right, and they bomb out and they're like, I did everything right. I did everything yeah. you told me to. I'm in the best shape of my life, but this right here, you were being you freaking ticked me off, or you did something else like. There's better, like, I'm sure there's good. The conversations are hopefully going to be better than that. But, you know, it, I think not just the athlete needs to be being critiqued in that environment. If you're talking about a competition, because it's, it's not just a chance for a competition. Isn't not, not a competition is not just about the athlete. It's also about the coach and the performance of the coach, because if the coach doesn't perform, even like you have to be a really, really, really good competitor to get past mm-hmm. a coach being a shitbag. Yeah, I think that uh, I just I don't know how that's possible. It always amazes me how many people when I go to these competitions are showing up without a coach of any asking sort. somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Of any sort. And then just showing up and be like, OK, I'm here to compete. And, you know, they're like, oh, I need somebody to help. Uh, can can you help me load? You know, I mean, and that's what people, that's what the community is all about. But at the same point, like if you're competing, you know, you got to find that, you got to find that coach, that team, uh, and, and make it fit for you. But the the whole idea of what you're talking about, it may, you know, it brings up a lot of questions in my head. Like how could, how good could a weightlifting team get if that was happening weekly? How good, how, how many, how many lifters could like do just incredible things on that competition platform. If we're watching film, if we're meeting once a week, if we're, uh, taking the time to critique one another, like my mind is blown because I know that like in the team sports in the football, like we got better. Mm -hmm. We watched film of other, um, other teams. We got better. So like if you're on team USA, you're going into Pan Am games, why don't you watch last year's Pan Am games? Oh, absolutely. See what the judges see what the judges are like. Mm-hmm. Watch watch what how the people are lifting. Watch the big time lifters. Yep. You know, watch your competition. Yep. See what they're doing, how they're warming up, what their process is. It's only going to make you better, right? Dude, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's like you get. It, it's not just it's not just the individual lifter that's going to get better. Because you, you, as a team, 
the people who are on that team that does that is they're going to grow so much. And then not only that, you're going to, it will 100% as long as you're, as long as you're not trying to make an income or have like, just you're trying to put a team together and you don't give a shit if you lose athletes, like yeah, you're going to attract really good athletes and you're going to weed out all of the, 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 the people who can't handle that, who can't show up to practice, who can't freaking be there every, every, you know, five, five, six days a week. They can't stay for the whole, whole session every time, you know, all the things that happen because, you know, I've watched it every, so I'm, I can't finish the thought right now. <laughs> That's all good. I'm going to call out a gym and I hate, I, I fucking hate it. I'm not calling the gym out. I, I really am not. Yeah. Um, but every time I'd go and train with Kyle at Vulcan, yeah. mm-hmm. Damien is an amazing coach. He programs yeah. so well and he, is just a, he's just a really good coach. He's a super nice dude and he pays attention to the people who want him to pay who who want to put in the work for him to pay attention to. Yep. However, there's a third to a half of the people that are on the Vulcan weightlifting team mm-hmm. that are that just show up, they snatch half of their snatches they clean and jerk maybe up to 80% of what they're of what they're not 80% of their max but 80% of what's called out they squat and they they leave like they don't yeah they're kind of part of the team they they talk you know they they they're they're part of the group but they're not they're not there for the same reason they're not there to win right right and not not just that, that okay so i'm going i i've picked up on this and if you've watched the show you'll understand and I don't know if I've said it to you, but I said it to a couple of coaches at soccer. Um, you want athletes that hate to lose. Yeah. Not just win. Like everybody mm-hmm. wants to win. Mm-hmm. And every, everybody doesn't really like losing, but you need somebody who every time they lose, it's a fucking big deal. So every yeah. time you miss a lift, like it's a big deal. If you go, if you, if you bomb out, like the old, you don't want to quit. You want to put in 10 times as much work. So that never happens again. Right. You want to find yeah. the problem and fucking fix it. Right. That, those are the, and you also, that you want. you're surrounded by 10 other people or 20 other people that want the same. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, and that's another reason for the camp. Like, and that's why I've kind of been weird about who I invite is because I'm trying to get people, a group of people like-minded who want to show up and get better and not only get better, but be around people that want to get better and, en- and enjoy the sport as a whole. And mm-hmm. don't give a shit if the camps Tuesday through Thursday, right. You know, like, I'm sorry if, if you couldn't get the time off, that's, I, it sucks. I, I understand you want to be there. I want you there, but yeah. like, I'm sorry. Uh, uh what, Donnie quote Donnie on it all the time. It's not a sacrifice, (laughs) you know, like I want you to want to be there and I want you to do what it takes in your life to make sure you can be there. And the people that are going to be at this camp did that. 
And yeah, in the future, yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna put on camps that are going to go over the weekend. It'll be like a Friday through Monday or a Thursday through through Sunday kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna focus on making dates like that. Like I'm going to try to find the cheapest or most inexpensive time to rent uh, the property. And that's going to be what it's going to be. And if it's in the middle of the week, sorry. Well, it's also, you gotta, you gotta think it's, you know, cheapest time to travel, cheapest time to get, and that's the part that people there, that was another part of the decision because as you know, trying to fly, it's a lot easier to get flights (laughs) from Sunday to Wednesday or Thursday than it is (laughs) Friday through Saturday, Friday to Sunday. Yeah. So that, you know, that played into that decision, but anyhow, aside from all that, like, just striving to get get people that work hard and want mm-hmm. to see want to be around people who are going to push them and drive them you know yeah. and, and not on top of on top of that get in front of people that they don't lift with on a regular basis like right. like right like mark and 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 ashley you know they're yeah. coming up they've never lifted i mean mark's lifted with me like twice you know they've never lifted right. with you or or donald or, or damon you know, I think Mark right. lifted with, with Cornell once and, okay. you know, like it's just an opportunity to, to have different eyes and different opinions on your lift and not, not only, and you're going to get better. Oh yeah. You know, anytime you have a different perspective, it's going to make you better. Um, you said something about, uh, about halfway back about people who, uh, want to get in there and do the job. And then there's the people that are getting in there just to clean and just to jerk a little bit and just to say they're a part of something. Um, there, there's one thing, there's one big, uh, thing for me in my mind on what makes something like this work. And that's leaving your freaking ego at the door Yep. and, and being okay with your, your, um, you know, person next to you, on either side of you or in front of you calling you out for some bullshit you did at a competition or calling you out for not moving your feet, calling you out for, you know, whatever, Yep. because it's coming from a place of love. And there's no, like, that's the thing is like, you're, you're going to get in tiffs, but you can't sit there and act like, um, you're better than other people or, and that you don't need to do what everybody else is doing. We are a team. We are it's like when we used to travel for college football, mm-hmm. Everybody had to wear the same suit, the same tie, the same shoes. Everything had to be the same. We did that for a reason. We did that to show that we were a team. We did that to show that we were one. Yep. So when we walked through that airport, we were all wearing the same goddamn thing. They knew where we were coming from. They knew where we were going. They knew who we were. Yep. And that's, that to me, that gives me goosebumps to think about it. Like. Think about that. Walking through an airport with your team, your weightlifting team, you guys all dressed like, you know, like professionals. Okay. You approach it like professionals. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going off no, the no, no. here. I'm just having a vision here. A <laughs> yeah, fucking no. vision of... of <laughs> Can we get like a slow walk and some like... Oh, <laughs> some badass music playing? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm on a smoke machine on a freaking ra- yes. on a on a radio flyer. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, sorry. Oh, dude, it's awesome, right there. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so anyhow, 
I, I really think that practicing, not, not only practicing your sport of, of, of anything like weightlifting, strongman, powerlifting, fucking water seat. Dude, I follow, it doesn't, doesn't matter. I follow, uh, the flow point method, Marcus Brown down in Northern California. That guy is, he hurt his back a few years ago. He was, if he didn't hurt his back, he'd be, he'd still be, you know, top five in the world. This guy is just a monster. And, but he, he, he attacked water skiing like no other. Like he was going to make that ski go where he wanted it to, no matter Mm -hmm. what, even if it broke him and it ended up breaking him. But he has a camp now and he brings people, he owns a lake and a ski lake and has a shop and everything. And he brings like six to 14 people out for like three weeks. And his, his girl, I can't remember if he got married or not. His girlfriend was like a high ranked um, CrossFit competitor and she got hurt. I can't remember what happened to her. Um, But so she, they've come up with a CrossFit based workout like Mm -hmm. wad program that is like directly pointed at water skiing, slalom skiing. And that's awesome. And so they come out, they do these, they, they learn this, this method and they, so they work out in the morning. They have a seminar of, Mm -hmm. of like different techniques for water skiing and why we do these things. And like fucking like, vectors and like the guys he's a mechanical engineer <laughs> he nice. designed like nice. the what uh 2013 20 yeah the 2013 mastercraft pro start ski boat like he they sent it to him and yeah. they were like just play with it see what you can do so him being a child <laughs> tore the motor and everything out of it flipped mm-hmm. the fucking boat upside down and put new new strips underneath and change the hull design and put it all back together. And they go out and ski. And it was like, I don't like that. They take it back to the shop, strip it back down, change the little, the, whatever they did and put it all back together, go out and ski. Like that's the way this guy's mind works. <laughs> so awesome. So they can't have that. They, they work out, they do their seminar thing and then they go ski. Right. And he takes video of everything, multiple angles. He has two drones going plus the, the camera and the boat. And then they come back and they do film. Yeah. Yeah. And then they eat and they, they rest Yep. and then they work out and then they go ski and then they do film and then they eat and they sleep and they do that for two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. Like that. And this guy's like turning people who are good skiers, like Mm -hmm. better than me fucking miles above. But they're like, they're gaining like 20% after this camp. Right. Right. You know, and I'm not trying to emulate what he's doing, but he's, he's fucking figured something out, you know, like, the, well, yeah, it's just learn being a true student and, and not just for yourself, but, but for others around you, you know? Yeah. It's, it's and just, I think there's also something there's like something you said there is they brought CrossFit into, you know, slum, like uh, to scheme. Yeah. And you know, think about 
the old time skiers, would they have ever done that? Probably not. Oh no. So you got to be willing to, to, to break down the walls of what weightlifting is to get better. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. You, you got to be able, you got to be able to take that risk to be, um, you know, have to have a little innovation. Yep. To, to try things. And, you know, I never met Glenn Pendley and I, I've never, you know, I've, I've read his book and I've heard, talked to people who, who known him and obviously John's told a bunch of stories, but, um, it sounded like he was that type of guy that was like, didn't have the confine of these walls and was like, well, let's try this. Mind you, I've never met him. I don't know, yeah. but that is what I, that's the mentality. Leave your ego at the door. Fuck what the what the walls are of of weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go out and and swim. You know, some freestyle swimming in in open water. What what is that going to do to our snatch? You know, <laughs> I'll tell you what it's going to do, dude. You drowned maybe three people. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We might sink, but well, it's got to weed out the weak ones. No, <laughs> no, like what? It, so so just devil's advocate here. Let's say that actually happened, right? Let's say yeah. you go as if if we had a team locally, we, I wouldn't do it in the Willamette. Fuck no. But if we if we <laughs> no. drove out as a team to Heg Lake, and there's a couple narrow yeah. spots in there, and yeah. we had some some people on paddleboards, so we're safe, and <laughs> just did open water swims, yeah, year round, cold water doesn't matter. Yeah. Just get out yeah. there and do it. You know, your lats and your shoulders would be so tuned up. Like if you if you integrated it properly and didn't lose your mobility, you would be unstoppable. You're like you would never miss yeah. you would if you got it overhead, you would never miss a snatch. And that's what I'm saying. We need to we need to be willing to try new things. Yeah. And we need to be willing to to push the box and just like blow it open and say F that and just like I don't care what you guys have done. I do care because it set the foundation. Mm-hmm. Let me rephrase that. I, it, I do care. It set the foundation. But now let's take that foundation and make it just a little bit bigger for the next generation. Yeah. And well, then, then the next generation. Because you want to talk about getting drugs out of sports? Let's do this. Yeah. Let's open the doors to other styles of doing weightlifting. And let's start getting teams mm-hmm. that – are teams and that are one with each other that are watching each other that are building the strength of a team yep right yep yeah absolutely dude all right what do you got coming up i know you you're you're doing some things you're you got some episodes coming up you're yeah i got a couple uh a couple good episodes i'm working on the uh an episode in max effort kitchen called culinary artistry it's like the uh it's like the uh, culinary school on the podcast, so okay. I, I do some fun things if you're into that stuff. Um, we just did – I'm sorry. I got to talk about it because yeah, dude. it was fire. We just did our, our first uh, black box experience. Get out there and watch it or listen to it. Pretty soon you're going to be able to watch it. I'm Hell working yeah. on systems to get a way to get cameras and backdrops and everything, make it look good and pretty and all that fun stuff. But like – Go listen to that episode because holy crap! Like <laughs> I walk so away from good. it, and I'm it. it, it it's good. It, good. It's different, yeah. right? It's no, different. It, you hear us. I'm cooking. You're eating. Like we're having real time um, interaction and experiences, and 
wow. Yeah. I mean, it's gold. Yeah, yeah it was it was fun. There was it was a lot so, of fun. It was so cool because I remember, what, four, five, six months ago, we had that conversation of, you were like, yeah. wouldn't it be cool if we did that? And I was like, that is like the best freaking idea. It's just different. Yeah. It's a it's yeah, a, an it experience. Is. And, you know, I hope that in the future, like I'm not the only one that gets to, <laughs> gets to be there for it. Like I want other people to experience right. and be able to sit in that seat. You know, it was, yeah. it was so much fun yeah. and getting to watch you work and do what you love. You know, it's, it's an honor to be part of that. And, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. But it, it was a good time. And so that's, you know, I'm working on those type of things. Um, obviously I still have my little rant episode, but, um, yeah, Max Ever <laughs> Kitchen is, is, uh, it's starting to evolve and I like it. Um, yeah. No, you're killing yeah. it, man. You're definitely, yeah. uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. You're, you're taking the bull by the horns on this, on this. So it's, it's awesome to watch and be part of. Um, cool, man. Kind of the same old, same old for me. Um, yeah. Podcasts are dropping once a week, maybe twice a week, depending on, on if I'm working a shutdown or not and freaking work 12 hours a day, Saturday, Sunday. But, um, yeah, yeah, we got the camp coming up. It's almost yes. shit. What day is it? It is 30 days away. I'm freaking out. People get out there, get into this, <laughs> learn about it, ask questions. Okay. Caffeine and kilos is dropping stuff like C4 drop stuff. Who else? Uh, uh, Born primitive. Born primitive. Like the, these are big companies that yeah. like are, are supporting this. I'm everybody, telling like, you, this is authentic right here. Everybody that I, I talked to Kevin Cornell and he was like, dude, if I wasn't starting a new job and doing training right now, he was like that. I yeah. start new training on September 1st. There's no way I can do it. He was like, he was so upset. Like, he wants, he wants to be here for it. You know, like it's, it's so cool to see guys that have been in the, you know, up at the top and, you know, on the verge of breaking national records and they want to come and be a part of this. Like it's, it's, it's something that's never been done. It's, it's a whole new experience. I, you know, it's, it's a trial for me, you know, it's trial for you, for us as, as partners in this, in this venture. And it's going to yeah. be, it's a learning experience like, really keep, keep that in mind. But dude, we got four catered meals, four catered yeah. meals, two photographers that are going to be on site to take pictures of everything that's going on. And they're badass lifters too. And yep. You know, we, two boats, rope swing, big ass dock. Uh, there's not a hot tub that's going to be taken care of, but fire pit cornhole i mean we got fucking everything dude like for 275 dollars that's it you just have to get your ass there get a plane ticket get some buddies rent a car and get your ass to washington that's that's all you got to do fly into pdx it's not that tough yeah and if you don't have buddies call us we'll be your buddies we'll help you get here oh dude there's enough like yeah we got carpools we'll we'll figure it out yeah so, yeah. reach um, out, keep, you know, and also, sorry, good. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to, all I was going to say was that like, you've heard me say this multiple times already, that even if you don't get in on this one, we're going to have another one and then there's going to be another one and they're just going to get better as they move forward. Better and better and better. So, uh, Kilo Chasers on Facebook, Kilo Chasers or at Kilo Chasers on Instagram, PFRS yep. is the podcast uh instagram and we got some badass hats that are made to order at this point i'm probably gonna order a bunch of them depending on how they how they look we're gonna take some pictures put them up on the page 
I have, yep. I'm going to post what shirts and tank tops and sweatshirts I have left from the first run. Um, and yeah, man. Yeah. It was, it was great talking to you. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. I like this. This is a fun topic. Hell yeah. So yeah. like, comment, subscribe, please comment. Either get in contact with Matt on Max at Max Effort Kitchen. You can get in contact with me at PFRS. Comment, please. We want to hear yeah. positive or negative. Doesn't matter. Screenshot the damn thing. Share it with your friends. And we'll talk to you later. All right. Adios.